Welcome to Beauties and Banter, a lifestyle podcast where we are relevant, witty, and opinionated. Okay, y'all, the banter is brewing. It's time to sip some tea, so let's get into it. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. (laughs) All right, y'all. We are here for another episode of Beauties and Banter. I am Toya Nicole. And I'm your girl, Renee. So, this podcast is a couple days late. <laughs> but for good reason, which is also the thing I want to say that is giving me life this week, which is I have been in a Beyonce hangover. <laughs> so, the On The Run tour has given me all of my life this past weekend, Um Some of y'all know I relocated to Dallas, but I went back to Chicago this weekend to go to the Beyonce and Jay-Z concert, and it was amazing. One of my girlfriends that I ran into there described it perfectly. She was like, it was electric. And I was like, yes, it was. We never sat down. Okay, Renee, like, I was on my feet for like three hours. (laughs) Did you have that much fun? Were your feet tired? Girl, we never even, like, went to our seats. So when we got there, like, DJ Khaled was already up. And then, like, Chance the Rapper came out. So we just, like, before walking our seats, was, like, up against this, like, rail on, like, the bottom level. And it was just there. And then before we know we was talking to other people, we just, like, hung out there. And that crowd was bananas. Everybody was on their feet. And I will say, like... As y'all know, I've been to every Beyonce concert. And so I did go to On The Run 1. And Jay-Z was definitely way more prominent in this show. I actually feel like he carried the show. Beyonce is my girl. Mm-hmm. Beyonce is my girl and I love her. Y'all know this. But it was a very different, um, different for her. Like, it wasn't, she wasn't doing a ton of, like, dance breaks. And so, because it seemed like her time out there was a little shorter. Like, Jay was doing, like, his full songs. And he was almost kind of, like, giving her a break, probably. Like, he was out there more than her. But then at the same time, they also were, like, together. Because, like, they've done more joint collaborations since the last time they were on tour together. So, they were like, wow, there really are a lot of songs for them to do together. Like, they did three songs off the new album. Um, and then they did like O3 Bonnie and Clyde, Drunk in Love, Upgrade You, Crazy in Love. I mean, so they got about a good like 10 songs together, Forever Young, Fame. And so it was really a like, felt like a duo. Hashtag the Carters. So um, would you say that it was worth it um, to go see On The Run 1 and On The Run 2 mm-hmm. versus and On The Run 2? And which one was better? Oh, I was having this discussion. And I want to say On The Run 2 was better because it was more collaborative. It was nice seeing them on the stage together and doing a lot of songs together. I liked On The Run 1 as a Beyonce fan because it was more of her isolated, you know, um, performances. But I would say for, like, a joint tour, On The Run 2 was much better because, like I said, like, I mean, since they did that last tour, 
there's been like a whole album with them together his 444 where she was featured on a few songs um and I don't know if Mag- yeah Magna Carta was out then so yeah so there's just been more music so I liked On The Run 2 better I will say final answer <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's giving me lies so shout out to B and J um I may or may not I'm thinking about going to the Dallas show but I don't know um but yeah shout out to B and we'll be talking about her later in the podcast today too so what's giving you life Renee well I'm gonna say what's giving me life but what was also giving me life because I have what was giving me life and what is giving me life Mm -hmm. so what was giving me life is to see everybody's timeline lit up with all the Beyonce (laughs) you see I felt like I was there. I was like, I don't need to be there at that concert. I could just see it going down on my timeline. Everybody was there. And I enjoyed it. So thank y'all very much for recording and posting. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, what is giving me life is that all of my summertime TV is back to life. Back to reality. So I'm very excited about that. Insecure is back. Power's been on. Ballers, Queen of Ooh, the we South. need to do an insecure recap. Like, I like that. What do y'all say, people? Next week, do we want to like talk latest? Because I have feelings about this first episode. Ooh, me too. I'm over here like Kiki. Do you love me? <laughs> Daniel, do you love me? Right. Mm. Exactly. Y'all, I mean, no spoilers, but like, and I watched like the, the after the show, the wind down. Yeah, um, that was really good. Yeah, and I get it. I was like, okay, he's right. Like they wanted, like they did, did Daniel differently now because I do think for so long it was just like, oh gosh like he's great he's sexy you know he really wants to be with Issa so they got him being a little jerky now and I'm like not here for it I'm like no not again Issa he is like look I ain't got time for that you said you didn't want to be together Mm. so we just we cool like that we cool like that we cool like that I think that's a podcast that whole scenario and we don't want to spoil it but that scenario for y'all listening y'all know what the scenario is like that's a podcast because like that's rude very and I wouldn't stand for that I would be like oh no dude seriously right I would not have sat through that I'm telling you no way no how (laughs) ain't gonna happen with the with the girl but the party lift was fun. Party lift, party oh, lift. That was so funny. <laughs> I was like, I want to get in a party lift. Me too, but not that kind of party lift. The Girl, one. oh my gosh. <laughs> when she rolled up and was like, are both of them going to fit in this? She's like, oh, that's one. <laughs> and she was like, you can't do that here. He was like, oh no, you good. No, no, sir, but you aren't good. Right. I'm sorry, you need to get out right now. Out. Oh, y'all got Issa out here lift driving. She trying though. She trying to get up out of Daniel's couch. So that she all up on, she literally. Okay, and power, power is getting good. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my god, I saw this meme today, and I'm gonna do a spoiler alert. Sorry. Oh, uh, I haven't finished watching it. Don't. Oh dang. So I know I'm behind, y'all. Oh, I'm gonna need you to catch up. The on the run tour. When we get done recording, I'm gonna finish. I'm like halfway yeah. through. And call me because oh, okay. <laughs> you're gonna be like, oh heck. That's what you're gonna be like. I already can tell. It's, I was like, ooh, it's getting real good. So I was caught. I was on the floor. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish watching it today because I'm behind. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to do that. <laughs> and then I'm gonna send you the meme, and you're gonna be cracking up. Girl, them them power memes are the funniest. Yeah, I try to stay off social media because I know how y'all be doing. Cannot take it. Um, okay, yep. Power insecure. Those are those are two of my faves. So I'm definitely tuned in. And you know I'm always about my drug lord shows. So Queen of the South, Snowfall. Here you go. What is Snowfall? Oh my God! What is Snowfall? Oh my God! Oh gosh! It's about this guy who's a young, like teenager or almost college student. I don't know how old he is, really. And it's like set back in the um, 80s or like 70s or something like that. And it's all about um, him just getting in the game on accident and being forced to be a drug dealer, kind of. Wow. And how he started to grow this empire and became a supplier. And it's really good. Wow. Never heard of it. It's really good acting. They're very good. Okay. I've heard of Queen of the South. I tried and I just could not get into it. So I just what? left it alone. But apparently they tape here in Dallas. They do um, some of the taping here in Dallas for that show. Oh, yeah, because they do record. They uh, have part of it is in Dallas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I just couldn't get into it. I think I got like a few episodes in and started doing something else and never went back to it. Uh, I like it. It's good. Yeah. Okay, so that's what's giving us life. I think I feel an insecure, inspired podcast coming too soon. So, <laughs> but today's topic is insatiable body shaming, snapback, and bullying. Um, so we're gonna talk about what we just said, like body shaming and. The pressure to snap back after you have a baby, um, bullying that children and teenagers have to deal with surrounding weight, um, and just kind of, you know, our opinions on that and then some of our own like personal like stories, but you know, it's kind of a big deal. Um, and so there was some Netflix show, right, Renee, that came out kind of centered around this? Yep. So there's a Netflix show called Insatiable. And people were all up in arms just from the trailer that they showed because it was really showing this actress that was in a fat suit. So that was the first problem is, oh, my gosh, mm. she's in a fat suit. How can you be so mean and so rude? And then they thought that people just weren't, um, they were sending the wrong message about if you're because the premise of the show is about her being fat and then her getting skinny and once she gets skinny she goes and seeks revenge on all the people who made fun of her when she was fat because she's in high school so they were like that's not what it's about like you are not you shouldn't promote it the way of you um when people can only get like 
be successful in life if they're skinny. Mm. So people were all up in arms about this show because that's what they thought it was about. In actuality, part of it is about that, but it's more so revenge-focused on her getting revenge on all the people that hurt her feelings and the way she went about getting revenge. But it was was a pretty decent show, and um, I think it was more like a younger crowd who would probably be more into this. But I I, kind of liked it. Cool. Yeah, I mean, that does happen, right? Um, I don't know. So I've lost weight. Like, I mean, my weight has gone up and down over the years. But, you know, I had got pretty heavy in my early, uh, late 20s, um, like right after I turned 30. Um, And so that was like the heaviest I had ever been. Um, And then I lost the weight here about four years ago. I started to like lose the weight or whatever. Um, And I don't think I I never thought about like revenge, right? Um, I never necessarily felt like I dealt with, you know, being bullied because I was a grown woman. However, that does happen to grown women, right? Um, I probably more so myself felt like undesirable at times you know um to men um but I you know when I lost the weight I just I wasn't like on some mission to like get back at people um it was just really like something I did for myself you know and I feel that's how it should be I know there was also that other show like Khloe Kardashian had called Body Revenge that was the same concept and it was it was kind of like good because like you know she would encourage the people and it was all about like getting back at like somebody she didn't encourage them to like do bad things though right but there is this idea that some people are motivated to look a certain way um so that they can like be like ha 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 look at me now you know i remember um a while back maybe about a year or two ago there was a woman that was it was circulating around and it was actually on the on the news on like one of the I can't remember one of the um like TV show news and she was married and had gained all this weight and her husband was like I need you to lose this weight else we get not going to stay married mm-hmm. she didn't lose it she had a hard time losing it so he divorced her because she was too overweight for his taste so once they got a divorce she ended up losing all the weight and they showed a before and after she lost like a person because she got she had gotten really big yeah and once she had lost the weight he wanted to get back with her she was like oh so that was like revenge yeah no that way i could see like i mean but also do it for yourself don't do it for somebody else right you do it for somebody else you could still gain the weight back if you do it for yourself i think you're more successful you're more um what's the word that i'm looking for you're more likely to stay the weight that you want to stay at maintain it mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. i agree um but like we said a lot of it comes from like the pressure too right um to look a certain way and so speaking of that and talking about like snapback um as we all know beyonce's uh vogue cover for the september issue was released last week um and in it um she actually gives a great interview now everybody knows beyonce does not do interviews and the last time she was shot for vogue it was just a shoot that was it 
So this was now Beyonce in her own words. And she talked about her body. So just a little context. Um, prior to the shoot coming out, there were people who were thinking it was going to be a pregnancy, maternity, you know, photo shoot thing. Um, because as clips started rolling around from the concert, everybody had Beyonce on bump watch. And so it was, it was going from like, well, y'all, she did just have twins and she is 36 <laughs> to then that's just like a mommy pooch to like, no, she's pregnant, pregnant for real. And I admit I got caught up in that. Like as a member of the beehive, I was kind of like to one of my friends, like she better not be pregnant because I need my Beyonce to be popping and locking and twerking, you know? Um, and I was like, she do look a little full around the belly. <laughs> so <laughs> how, you know, and then I'm thinking, but you know, when she did Coachella, she was looking slimmer, but she kept that belly covered up. Like she's, she has not exposed her stomach since, um, she gave birth to Sir and Rumi. Um, unlike what she did with Blue. So I was like, I think we may be like tripping y'all. Sure enough, we are. She's not pregnant. And she talks about that in this article. So again, this is the Vogue September issue that's out now. And actually, um, just the other day, they released the about a three minute video of her behind the scenes in the shoot. And so beautiful. You get little glimpses of the babies. Um, but she's stripped down and she's braiding her hair. Um, Beyonce's hair is long. Like that was another debate about like when she's wearing weave, when she's not, she has really, really long hair. It's like down her back. Um, so she wore her natural hair and, and got it braided. And even that, like, I felt like that was her low key way of like answering that, that rumor too, you know, um, that, that wasn't her long, that hair of hers wasn't long. Um, so I'm just going to read this. Um, so she says, after the birth of my first child, I believed in the things society said about how my body should look. I put pressure on myself to lose all the baby weight in three months and scheduled a tour to assure I would do it. Looking back, that was crazy. She goes on to say, after now giving birth to her twins, which she had to have an emergency C-section for, she says, after my C-section, my core felt different. It had been major surgery. Some of your organs are shifted temporarily and in rare cases removed temporarily during delivery. I am not sure everyone understands that. I needed time to heal, to recover. During my recovery, I gave myself self-love and self-care and I embraced being curvier. I accepted what my body wanted to be. And I think it's important for women and men to see and appreciate the beauty in their natural bodies. I'll say that again for the people in the back. I think it's important for women and men to see and appreciate the beauty in their natural bodies. She goes on to say, that's why I stripped away the wigs and hair extensions and used little makeup for this shoot. To this day, my arms, shoulders, breasts, and thighs are fuller. I have a little mommy pouch and I'm in no rush to get rid of it. I think it's real. Whenever I'm ready to get a six pack, I will go in the beast zone and work my ass off until I have it. But right now, my little fupa and I feel like we are meant to be. And for those of you who don't know what a fupa is, <laughs> Google basketball wives and fupa 
and you will see it. But it's the little area where your little tummy slash mommy pouch is. Um, I thought that was so great, you know? Embrace your fluffiness, girl. Embrace Yeah. It. And it was so good to hear somebody like a Beyonce, you know, because it's like we not only put pressure on ourselves, but we put pressure on, you know, celebrities and artists. And she's felt that pressure, obviously, too, you know, and as much as people do think she's beautiful and desire her for her to still recognize, hey, my body is not what it used to be. I'm a little curvier, but I'm going to embrace it, you know, and I'm like, how dare we not let her either, (laughs) you know, she's birthed three beautiful children from that body, you know, worked her butt off since she was 16, you know, in her career. Um, it's like, I think sometimes we don't give ourselves those opportunities. I feel like as long as you're eating right, being healthy, which she is doing, it's just that like, this is what her body wants to be right now. And that's fine. And the thing is too, is not just putting pressure on, you know, celebrities put pressure on themselves and each other. They then put pressure on everybody else because Mm -hmm. then you have regular people Looking at these celebrities, again, going back to one of our very early on podcasts of IG is just really somebody's sizzle reel. Right. We see the behind, we don't see the behind the scenes of what's going on. We just see what's glorified and what's up in front of us. We don't know the work that they put in to work out. We don't know the private chefs that they have, (laughs) the coaches that they have, the private, um, workout, um, personal trainers. Yeah, personal Mm. trainers. We don't know any of those things. We just see the end result. We don't see the hard work. And one of the people that I like to applaud who showed some of that or who has showed some of that is Angela Simmons. I've said that before, too, is she shows, okay, this is what I I was. I wasn't happy with that. My body is not perfect, but I'm not going to go buy a body. I'm going to go build my I'm not going to go. I'm going to build my body. I'm going to build it through working out. So she has now hired a personal trainer and she shows you that but she also shows you her workouts that she does without that trainer she shows you what she eats as well too and and um now she has this website where she teaches you how to do it Mm-hmm. i want to like her but i don't think i do <laughs> it's kind of hard to like her honestly. i want I like i want to attempt like to but for whatever reason i don't I think because I, I, part of the reason why I don't, I do like her, but part of the reason what that makes me kind of not like her is um, the way they portray her on her show. And see, that's it too. I don't watch the shows. I don't even know how, I think I look at her as like, a, I don't even know how old she is. Like, she just, maybe not my thing. But mm-hmm. I have been seeing her um, dancing around on Instagram half naked and, um, Talking, yeah, talking about they were shaming her now look at that you know she's all about body confidence and doing that but I was looking under the comments and people were going in on her body you know and so that's very hard when you put yourself out there and even with her yeah. doing all these positive things like you're saying like there are people and me not liking her has nothing to do with her body like I just don't think I care you know she my cup of tea but like you know I do think she looks good but there were people under the comments like calling her fat I don't see how they could see that that girl is fat there's yeah. no way no how those people are crazy yeah because they were talking about the one where she's doing 
the level of challenge and she's in the swimsuit you know talking about like you know her body and that and stuff and so um yeah social media makes it hard um and now these are grown-ups we're talking about right so how old is angela simmons she's grown she's like in her 20s okay so she's grown enough beyonce is my age you know um so these women can handle it but like let's talk about the kids you know um and going back to the show that renee is talking about from netflix based on that i mean you have children that are dealing with this bullying and the impact that it's having on them um and and the mean things people are saying sometimes kids don't bounce back as quickly as adults do and respond to that criticism um but then some of them do um so there's this uh, one girl i discovered on ig um as renee says and she's a i saw it because um we me and like some girlfriends from church would always share like these like hip-hop dance videos some of y'all know i go to hip-hop dance classes and so there was this one um dance company that's always posted where they posted this video of this young girl who's um a heavier weight going off to uh, mask off by future and um i want to shout her out her instagram name is amanda lecount beautiful girl dance her butt off um and so her page is all about hashtag breaking the stereotype so she's letting y'all see that curvy girls can move curvy girls are proud of their curves and um i love it and you know this is a teenager so this is somebody who has been bullied who has you know knows what society thinks of someone of her size at that young but she's like you know what i i'm still gonna do me i love myself i have a talent and i'm not gonna feel like i gotta be skinny to be out here dancing and be a video vixen um and i love it because she uh supports this other brand called the identity of she and they have t-shirt apparel um that's all about promoting self-love being who you want to be um their apparel is called the body love apparel so amanda rocks this shirt which i need (laughs) that says hips thighs curves breast booty um and so it's good to see a young girl like that too um responding positively to the bullying and being proud of who she is and to you know beyonce's point like that's what this is what her body wants her to be right now and she's embracing and accepting that yeah one of the things on insatiable that i i do have to say is when you were just saying that she takes it in a positive way on the show it's all about the revenge is what i was saying and um some people especially younger kids can't bounce back like that and she's one of them where she wants to get back at everybody who made fun of her because there's something that triggers her at some moment or some time or somebody will remind her because her name is patty so they used to call her fatty patty Mm. so somebody will remind her of who she used to be and in her mind that kicks in and that's her trigger when that triggers her she starts to act out and that's when she seeks revenge on those people of doing something bad to them um and people today still have those issues because they don't deal with that so if you don't deal with 
why, you know, why you lost weight or how you lost weight or the reason for you losing weight, you might have those triggers of now that you're a skinny person, she's skinny, but she's still living in that fat person, or I don't even want to say fat, I don't even like saying fat. That oh, that person that's overweight, she's still living in that overweight body. Right. And so that's where her mindset is always going to stay until she can deal with who she is today. Yeah. And one of the people that I see dealing with that now um, is actually, I want to give a shout out to Candy's daughter, uh, Riley. Yeah. And she has really come a long way. And Candy, I posted this a while back. She was saying she's really proud of Riley because last year around, she thinks around September, she decided to get serious about getting fit. And she ended up getting a trainer. She got into boxing. She lost 52 pounds. She did it the right way by working out five days a week. She was watching her calorie intake. And then she had some friends join her in this effort as well, too. And she said that it was hard for her to grow up in front of the public eye and in front of social media. She mm. had trolls would make negative comments about her weight. She said that, um, but luckily Riley had tough skin and she didn't really let it bother her. So it used to piss Candy off though. And she said that what she would do is she said, you know what? I have this platform now. So I really want to try and motivate other people who are going through this weight loss struggle. And so that's what she's doing. And I want to say great job, Riley, because you really did it. And you're really showing people you're even motivating people like me. I'm a grown woman. And this mm-hmm. kid is motivating me to stay fit. The struggle is real for those of you who don't have that issue to stay fit. It's, it's really real. It's easy to eat junk food. It's easy to eat the wrong foods and to say, oh, I'm not going to work out today. So thank you, Riley, for the motivation and Angela for the motivation. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, it is hard. You know, I got into a car accident at the beginning of June. um, And it just slowed me down. One, because I was injured and then I had to go to physical therapy. I was without a car. um, So, like, I was at first trying, and Renee knows this, I was like, trying to go to my workout classes and stuff and was like still, you know, not feeling any worse. And I just had to sit down. Um, then at the same time I was moving. And so on top of not being able to move as much, I was overwhelmed and dealing with a lot. And so I got back into eating junk food and, you know, and I've put on close to like, I put on a good five solid pounds or whatever, but I feel like it can fluctuate, um, to like, uh, seven or eight pounds. But it's been hard for me to get back in that routine and, you know, feeling like, okay, I can see where, you know, my arms are a little fluffier. My stomach is definitely fluffier. Um, y'all probably got me on bump watch and I ain't nobody's <laughs> pregnant. So. You silly. So it's, you know, having to get even myself, like you said, as a grown person, you know, um, back up, but I'm, you know, encouraged and going to the gym tomorrow. And now that things are finally starting to slow down for me and get settled. Um, so I can only imagine having a baby, you know, um, I think about Brandy, like, I'm not sure like what's going on there, but like a lot of times it's medical things too, like lupus, steroid medication, fibroids. I have a girlfriend who was the fibroid. She could not understand like, why can't I lose this weight? Why can't I lose this weight? And it was all in her stomach. And she finally discovered 
what it was, the tumor was so freaking large, you know? And so we just never know. Gabrielle Union, I finally finished her book, We're Gonna Need More Wine. And, you know, as she's openly shared, she had several miscarriages. But throughout that, she also was taking hormone shots. So she was like, a lot of times when they had her on bump watch and stuff, it wasn't even a time where she was really like pregnant, but the hormones and everything bloated her, you know? And so it can just be really hard, I think, as a woman, you know, so having a baby, going through a difficult time, like having an illness, being on certain medication. So many things can make your body fluctuate. And so that's why it's important to be grounded and like do that self-love, self-care and do it, you know, like get healthy, do what you need to do, but also like embrace. Like I ran into an old coworker the other day and they were commenting on how, you know, I lost some weight, but they was like, you still thick. And it's like, I am like at the end of the day, no matter how much weight I lose, I will still have some curves to me. Right. You know, I just embrace that, you know? And yeah, you definitely have to embrace that. I remember um, looking at, you know, how Facebook shows you your memories. So I had a memory pop up um, the other day and it was a post that I wrote when I first started my workout journey or a couple of months into it, basically. Mm-hmm. And it was all about how I used to hate working out, but I realized it wasn't that I just didn't like working out. It was just, I just didn't like what I saw in the mirror. Yeah. So when I would look in the mirror, I didn't like what I didn't like me and I fat shamed myself and I despised what I saw. And it was just to the point where I was just like, well, what am I going to exercise for? Or I would start it, then I would stop, and I wouldn't stay motivated. I didn't really care about my health. I just was like, whatever. And what ended up changes is changing for me is that I have to practice what I preach because I talk about self-love all the time. What I came to realize is that self-care and self-love goes hand in hand. Yeah. It's, to me, it's one and the same, basically. And if you are not taking care of yourself, are you really loving yourself? Mm-hmm. They do. Yep. They, they go hand in hand. And that's when I think about, for me, it's, it, it, I'm more or less not trying to get back into a certain size or body or revenge. It's more along my health. So like I said, like I started back eating junk food. It's like, okay, I went and got groceries today. Cause it's like, I know what eating junk food leads to, you know, diabetes issues, heart disease, high blood pressure, like all these things I'm looking to avoid, all these things that I've done good by being on a healthy track the last couple of years. And so I don't want to get back into that because I love myself enough that I want to extend my years here on earth. And that if I can prevent diseases by taking healthier habits um, into my routine, I will. Um, so that's what it's about. But then also having like that grace with yourself to love yourself enough Um to go on that journey with yourself. And once you go on that journey, you start to appreciate life even more. Yeah. So, I mean, y'all, we got to eat. You know, I personally, like I said, the whole beyond, I was convinced that she was pregnant. Like four is their favorite number. I'm like, she going for baby four. (laughs) She didn't got caught up. Like they renewed their vows and Jay caught her slipping and she signed up for this tour, but like got to have this baby. So (laughs) I personally am taking a stand to be more mindful (laughs) of 
Call him out, folks. And again, I only do it to celebrities, right? I would never do that to none of my personal friends. Like, you know, I have had friends who have been full on like 12, 13, 14 weeks pregnant before they told me. And I'm like, I never even know. You know, like I never even had you on bump watch, girl. You know, Um, so we do that to celebrities. But I know for me, it's definitely... Um, a reminder to be kind to ourselves and that the snapback game works for some, right? Some of these women can snap back and maybe they didn't have the C-section and maybe they worked out throughout the pregnancy, but like realizing that it just isn't about that. Like it's also okay to not snap back. (laughs) Um, Thank you, Tia Mari, for saying that too, because Tia was like, look here, I didn't have this baby and this is what my body looks like. Yeah, I'm still look like I'm pregnant. But you know what? That's okay, and this is reality. Not every woman, like you said, not every woman's going to have that same snapback. Everybody's body is different. Yeah. Yeah, and my... Behind the scenes of what's going on. I I was reading something. I can't remember what article that I was reading, but I remember reading to say that some women have surgeries afterwards. Like, they have a tummy tuck after they give a baby, have a baby. Um, They have a tummy tuck. And we don't know that because they don't announce that. Yeah. 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 And I, my leak, um, talks to the, she's very similar to Tia and, you know, and you got to realize too, age, right? Beyonce's 36. Tia just turned 40. My leak is 38. You know, women, when we reach a certain age too, our bodies changes, our metabolism slowdowns, then you add baby weight on top of that. And most of those women, Beyonce says she got up to 218 pounds. Most women, when you're older, gain more weight. So, um, but my leak is nowhere close to snapping back and she'll post it often. And she's like, guys, I'm not looking for sympathy, but she does admit she doesn't like being that way. Right. So Tia, I don't, you know, hers was more like, and Beyonce is more like I accept it, but my leak is very much like open about, I don't like being this way, but at the same time, it is what it is, you know, that I'm same thing, C-section, a couple of different things at play that isn't allowing her to just lose the weight, even though she's doing all the right things. Right. Um, and just accepting that. And she's like, I'm not comfortable in this body. It's the biggest she's ever been in life, but she's rolling with it, you know? Yeah, and I think the moral of everything, or like the moral to the story, it's not really a story, but the moral to the podcast <laughs> is yeah. more so of just stop bullying people. Yeah. You don't know what damage you're doing to someone um, when you talk about them and what they look like. Because yeah. we, as it's a, in society, we put so much pressure on looks and what people should be and how they should look that it has warped our minds of what we see on a daily basis, what we see in magazines, what we see on TV, the filters that are put on these pictures and things like that. So we have to be mindful of people's mental state and how they're going to react to something. I remember when I was married um, and the pastor that married us was like, I had gained weight and the pastor that married us hadn't seen us in a couple of months. And she was like, oh, my God, congratulations. I was like, congratulations about what? She's like, you're having a baby. You're pregnant. I was mm. like, uh, no. She was like, oh, well, you've been eating a little too much. Oh, well, I need you to step back, Pastor. Oh, she tried it. Yes, yeah, she did. And my 
feelings were so hurt. Like I wanted Aww. to cry, but I had to kind of like pull back. And I was like, oh my God. I mean, I was the biggest that I had ever been in my life when I was married. Um, and just to think, you know, if I wasn't a strong person, what that could have done to me mentally. Mm-hmm. So just keep in mind that when you are bullying or fat shaming or, um, degrading people based on what they look like and not just necessarily weight. Um, keep those things in mind of, of the mindset of that person of what they're going. You don't know what they're going through. Yeah. Agree. Agree. All right, ladies. Well, we're going to end it there. You never know what somebody's going through. Think twice before you leave that comment on the shade room. Y'all. <laughs> right. Just think twice before you go out your way to be like, girl, you pregnant. To their coworker you see in the cafeteria, um, because you don't know what this is going through. So um, share your thoughts. Um, what is your snapback been like, or how do you um, focus on loving the skin that you're in? Do any of y'all have some transformational weight loss stories um, that you want to share? Are you currently in a battle of? Feeling body shame. People are body shamed by their own family. You know, it was nothing for my grandmama. May she rest in peace. I would often hear her calling my mother fat, you know, like, girl. And then my sister started gaining weight. You know, she would say, you're going to be fat like your mama. You know, so, I mean, geez, we do it all the time. So, um, let's be mindful of that. As always, you can hit us up on social media. Hashtag beauties banter and on social media you can email us at beauties and banter at gmail.com and um let us know your thoughts and um anything else Renee? just get involved and be a part of the community yes yes join the conversation we're always talking on twitter and instagram and um We will holler at y'all next week. Bye. Bye.